Our purpose, to present the subject matter based on history. It is not our intention to embellish, soften, exalt, or to fantasize about the events that have already happened. There is no doubt that some of the subject matter discussed will not be agreeable to many, but history cannot be changed. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Babble from the Tower. Thank you so much for listening. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, geographically speaking, they were right where everybody else was. Where, where, where everybody else was. There, was uh, there was a slight spike in Tulsa at the same time that there was a slight spike in those other geographically located cities. So the Tulsa, Oklahoma campaign didn't have the effect that the Democrats want you to believe that it had. That's the other side I'm talking about. Whether it spreads or not, what are you supposed to do? Cower in the corner? Cower in your house? Not go to work? And then stay home and expect to get paid from a company that's not making money because it's not selling any products. Nobody's working. So how, how long do you expect to work from home to do anything? And granted, there might be some people that could work at home from the house, certain jobs, but some of these state work-at-home jobs were created for people during the COVID virus. So how is it that you're going to work if nobody's manufacturing and nothing's happening? I mean, I just don't understand that. And it looks good now when you stay home on furlough and get that money. But how long do you really expect something like that to go on? Amazon isn't going to support anybody. Uh, Facebook, none of these big giant companies, Apple, isn't going to support anybody. And if Apple doesn't sell phones, then Apple isn't going to be paying people to work at home or do anything. I mean, I just don't understand why people can't see that. So let, let Apple not sell phones and see how long they'll pay you to work at home. Pay you to work at home to do what? And let's say Apple, because they're very rich, according to them, I don't know. You know. I don't have access to this information. But apparently Apple's a very rich company, and they could probably, let's just say as an example, could do this for years. I've never heard of a company that wants to pay the electric bill, the gas bill, all operating expenses, plus pay you to stay at home, but, but nothing's coming in. I just don't, don't, uh, don't see how Apple would do that or Amazon or anybody else. Amazon's probably a bad example because they'll make money when people buy, order stuff, but eventually you can't order stuff if nobody's making anything. And it's hard for me to believe that mm. everything that we order will come from China. Well, but see, you yeah. mentioned something I was just going yeah. to say, right, we here in this country won't be making anything, but, you know, China will be. So once again, we see how China f fits perfectly into uh, a certain political party's plans. The, the Chinese, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they don't care about their people because they would have to have people obviously to manufacture, but... With the government that they have, it's not a matter of how you feel or what you want to do. They're going to tell you what to do and when to do it and how. End of story. Well, that's not, we're not like that in this country. But then at the same time, the real disease isn't COVID-19. It's people's fears. If people want to stay at home, then stay at home. But... Just like pre-COVID-19, if you decided to stay at home and not work, nobody was going to pay you to do so. So you pay the consequences. Or you're not really paying any consequences. It's common sense. You don't work. You, you don't make any money. Why, why? It's like you say. 
Why would any company pay an employee to stay home and do nothing? Welcome to Babble from the Tower. When I hear about these teachers that don't want to go back to school, wow. I mean, the kids have more guts and heart than the teachers do. How embarrassing. And then somebody needs to put it that way because that's the way that it is. And so little boys and girls, they go there well, they have to go, yeah. valiantly. And you have like these adults that are cowering in a corner somewhere. What a great example. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is going in such a positive direction. I mean, I believe the state of Florida, or the governor said as much, that uh, teachers don't have to go back and teach if they don't want to because they're afraid, but that somebody, that they will get teachers to teach. So I would imagine that those that have the door open for employment and decide not to do so will not get paid, as it should be. And another thing was some of the teachers came up with uh, with uh, COVID-19 and they were drawing a parallel to that and the teachers going to school. But the thing is, nobody ever bothered to investigate where it was that these teachers contacted the coronavirus from. So just because you have it when you're teaching in school doesn't mean that that's where you got it. You could have gotten it somewhere else. But the the information like that that we get, they, they always wanted to be worst case scenario news, and illogical news. You know, like you can't put like much. You know, you shouldn't put like much thought into because, like, and believe me, you don't have to put much thought into that news. You can figure it out like yourself. You know, if I show up for my job, you know, if I come home from my job and I have like the coronavirus, how do I know I got it at work? I could have gotten it from one of the stores I go to. I could have gotten it when I went to the post office. I could have gotten away, got something to eat, but now I'm going to blame my place of employment for it. How convenient. Uh, initially, I remember they were saying something about your eyes. I don't know if, you know, during the early days. Yeah, not to touch them. And I understand all that. See, this is the whole point. Then was an unknown thing. Even the president shut the country down to a certain point until they assessed the situation. But it's not as big as they made it out to be. And everybody got sick, but I, I've heard, you know, that everybody gets the flu all over the world. If I remember correctly, I don't remember the month, but a month or two, I remember the Chinese, they showed them on TV wearing masks all the time. And the news said that it was because of uh, smog. Yeah. And I remember hearing that California is smog city, USA, and, and I never heard or seen Americans wearing masks in California because of smog, but yet they were wearing them in, in uh, China. And... Everybody thought that that was okay. Oh, well, yeah, you know, the smog. So maybe it wasn't the smog, and, you know, maybe it was or wasn't. I don't know, but it looks like they got a dose of this before everybody else did. And that's funny how nobody brings that up anymore. Well, golly gee, why, why were the Chinese, or oh, they showed them on TV all the time. And get the clips, <clears throat> the videos, or whatever they call them now, of all these people walking around in China with masks. And you looked and you saw I guess it was a federally mandated thing by the government because, I mean, if it was a, a choice thing, why would people wear masks? I never saw anybody coughing or or just people wearing masks in China. So what was all that? I heard it was because of the smog mm -hmm. in China. But I had heard about smog in China before that. And, I mean, I don't see people wearing masks. I thought the, the wearing of the masks in China 
was more prevalent than the wearing of masks for the COVID. Uh, everywhere you looked, everybody on those clips when they were talking about the smog, every Chinese person had a mask. It's just funny how things are. Uh, and the bad thing about being an older person is you don't forget things. I mean, you forget things if you got dementia. But I mean, I remember. <laughs> I remember this and I remember that. And no matter how much you have somebody on TV telling me contrary, dude, I remember. You tell me something like that. You have the audacity to tell me something that I know. So I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anybody having to wear a mask in the United States ever for, well, for 1918. For one, I wasn't around in 1918. And I think it's been determined that it was a pandemic. And there was even stories about the, the guys on the sleds with the dogs in Alaska taking the, the serum to some people that were in, in Alaska. And that was a true thing. But I mean, that was over 100 years ago and nobody remembers that. And that was a pandemic. But after that, I don't remember people wearing masks because of pollution or I didn't even see people wearing masks in, in mass after World War II. The devastated cities, the carnage, all the stuff. You didn't oh, see everybody radiation. wearing the, the radiation. I never seen anything like that. But I saw those Chinese people prior to the announcement of COVID and they were wearing masks and it didn't really strike a note with anybody. When they said it was because of smog, I thought that was the strangest thing I had ever heard. You are listening to Babble from the Tower. So I don't know if it was the Tribisano show here in Cleveland or if it was uh, Rush Limbaugh, but a person called up and said uh, that she notices that when the Democrats say something, it, it ends with a, an inflection. So, and she was asked to give an example, and she says, so do you want more cake? <laughs> what does that mean when you say it that way? Even if you don't write it and put the question mark at the end, do you want more cake? What does that mean? Okay. But if you say, do you want more cake? It's still the same thing, but you use the inflection. So they're saying that usually when the Democrats talk and say something, there's an inflection. The host said, well, I don't, I, I never caught that. And I'm going to have to be honest, but really with me, the inflection or no inflection doesn't mean anything because you can say, do you want more cake without an inflection? And I know what you're saying. And you can say hi or hi. And it still means the same thing to me. I don't need the inflection. So whether that person, it's, I'm not saying that person, what they're saying isn't valid. It's just that uh, it's a good thing to bring that up if it's true. But whether they inflect or don't inflect, I don't depend on that. I, what you say, the words you use. And if you say you're going to mandate a mask, I'm going to mandate masks. I'm going to mandate masks? What does any of that mean? It means you're going to mandate masks, no matter how you put it. So that's a ploy that's not going to work with me if you're going to use inflection to try to convince me because I used to mandation of masks. That's what it is, a mandate. But I don't know, man. All this is just getting to me. It really is. It's not the, the sickness itself. It's all the, the rules and regulations. It's everything I feared would happen if we became socialist. And you ever you ever go and look at your uh, – uh, maybe this is a bad example, but it's only the only one I can think of right now. you got uh, car insurance. And then you get when you, it's time for you to renew the car insurance, which you probably will make the payment and go on with your life. But they send you this big packet with renewal and the new terms. You ever read those? I mean, you have to be a lawyer, you know, and then this and this and this and this. But if you do this and an exception would be this and that and then but then, then this and that. I mean, what, what's going on? And that's in a free society. Later on, it'll be a special, uh, special thing for everything that you do, a special process that'll be written. But if you do this and if you do that, don't do this, because if you do that, it violates this and it nullifies that. And it just goes on and on. And for every aspect of your life, 
walk out without a mask. Uh, you could only be out running for certain times because this other time here is dedicated for people who have dogs so that the dogs can walk and be free. Can't have us both together because the dogs want to run. And then the owner that has the dog, the dog is pulling on the leash. And, you know, it, it'll go on and on. And then you go to court and then when you're trying to fight your case, they'll throw these things at you and you have, you know, so now I have to make my schedule around the schedule of a dog. So dogs now, well, yeah, because, you know, the dogs, are the dog owners and, okay, so I can't go jogging when I'm off. I have to go jogging. At the dog's convenience. Yeah, at the dog's convenience or, <laughs> I mean, this, well, what do you base this on? What do you mean? I base it on the stuff that, that you see now as a free society, all the loops and hoops. I was telling Debbie, my wife, uh, saying, uh, looking through the new renewal for our car insurance and, you know, credit check. Okay, well, here we go again. So, you want to know about my driving records? Okay. Any tickets? Okay. Any claims? Okay. And we also need your credit report. For what? What does progressive insurance need my credit report for? The same thing when we had that, that forced health care. This and that and this. You can keep your doctor. You can do this. You can do that. And then the IRS, you have to, well, what's the IRS have to do with health care? Yeah, my understanding is when you registered for uh, Obamacare, which was the law, otherwise, you right, know, the law. I mean, it's not like you had a choice. There, there was only two options: buy insurance and you know, or, or excuse me, have insurance because not everybody bought it, or pay to not have it. Two stupid options, but that when you would register that the uh, it would be agencies, like, like you said, government agencies would be involved, whether, you know, the FBI, Homeland Security, but there were like a couple that I heard mentioned. So what does Homeland Security have to do with anybody's health in this country? And I'm not talking about health from terrorism. I'm talking about physical health, because that's what Obamacare is. It wasn't protection from a nuclear bombing or anything. So let me make that clear. At the same time, when I say that they're stupid, that there were two st stupid choices, there's stupid choices when when the government is, you know, is telling you that that's what your choices are. And then the people limit themselves to just two choices because that's what the government tells them, that there's only two choices. Well, there's more than two choices. There were more than two choices before Obamacare. There's plenty of insurance companies out there. They've been around for uh, years. They had their own premiums based on their own uh say uh management team the people that that they had like that ran the uh the uh, company some were more intelligent than others and those were like the successful insurance companies if you were hooked up with one of those how good for you it's like anything else and then there and then there were other insurance companies that weren't all that good well you know bad for you but the government doesn't get involved in things like that in any other area so why get involved in the healthcare? thing and try to regulate it instead of just letting capitalism be capitalism. But we know that there are those out there that want to make a chain and they don't like capitalism and then they want to control. And the other thing is about, well, many things about Obamacare. You know, I don't think that we have enough time. I don't know how many programs like to cover the Obamacare and and and, and, and why nobody should want to have it. And then they would sell packages to people. So, so you know, you know, a man would be sold a health package so he could go and get a, a and and it would include you know pap smears and uh you, you know and those uh birth control yeah yeah and uh you know the birth control uh, pill okay but he's a man 
So they found ways to have people pay more for their insurance based on the package that they were selling them, whereas before this individual would have it tailored to to his or her personal needs. You know, yeah, gender and health issues like and all that. So the, it was very conniving just the way that the whole thing came through and then the half people that don't need health insurance pay for the health insurance of others, otherwise known as individual mandate. Join us again next week for another exciting episode of Babble from the Tower. Bye-bye.